Good early morning, brilliant pleasure family. Today, something was on my mind and something was on my heart. And um, I wanted to speak with you guys and mostly my women. And this is something that is bothering me. I have to get it off my chest. And I, I really want... If you follow any of my social media, if you follow any, uh, just my Twitter or my Instagram, please leave a comment, please leave feedback or leave a message on here. If you'd like, I'd love to, but I want today, I want to talk about bomb dick and toxic fumes. That is such a thing today and you really can't avoid it. You can try to, you can really just look out for the signs, you can really try to steer clear of it but you really sometimes really don't fucking know and I really want to address that because sometimes when we think we're we know we don't really know or we see it coming but we just really think the shit ain't gonna it just you really think the shit's gonna avoid you because your eyes they're watching hormones they're just mm, you really can't you know, you really can't um, place when the shit is just going to hit you. So you guys stay tuned after the break. Thank you for tuning in. I love you. I'll see you in a minute. And like there was an issue with like, you know, he said he wasn't really getting anywhere with what he was trying to do. He wasn't getting anywhere with... Um, his music and stuff like that and I said I said listen I'm a podcaster and I'm a content creator I'm not attached to this stuff all I know is like I just have to keep working like it took me a while to just say I gotta keep working I gotta keep working and just not drive myself crazy and not go broke over this shit I got to stay in real life I gotta like I'm the only one who cares about this shit I am the only one so I just got to position myself. I got to make sure I put myself in the right places. Make sure I'm, you know, make sure I'm positioning myself in the right spaces and showing a lot of my face and making myself known. You see what I'm saying? While I'm doing what I got to do. Like, real life is real around here. I got to go to work. I got to go to school. I got this daughter to raise. Like, I know where I'm trying to go. And I know exactly what I'm trying to do. No big deal. But I, it took me a couple years to get to that point. So, I tried to speak to him like that. Because he was very distraught about it. He was just upset about it. And I can't... Like, I couldn't take him out of that space. You know, and I didn't like seeing him that way. Then he brought up the girlfriend stuff. And, you know, I'm trying, like, as I'm speaking to you about this, this, I've known him for a week and a half at this point. Like, he's really sad about these issues going on in his life. And mind you, I haven't brought to him any of my issues because a lot of my issues were so heavy for me to be talking about them at that early stage. And so I felt like with him, it was just like for him to be coming out with this stuff, it's affecting how we deal because it's affecting his energy. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going off of his energy. I'm going off of... You, you, see, you see what I'm saying? I, I'm going off of his energy and how much he's present. It was like, 
I will try to take him out of those moments where he's just low on himself because we're dating. Like, I want everything to be lighthearted and fun. You know what I'm saying? We're not babies. We're not, we're not children. But it was just like, okay, for us to be dating and really not annoying each other, like, it was too early for us to get that heavy. And I'm like, I don't know if I want to roll with this. Like, this is too heavy. Whatever he got going on is affecting how he deals with me. And I would always say that to him. I think I would say that in a louder voice. I'll be yelling. Because <laughs> I felt like it was kind of like, I'm, I like you, but I feel pushed in the corner now. I like you. I like having sex with you. I'm pushed in the corner now, fucking with you. Like, oh my God. <laughs> So, um, I think I'm capsizing a lot of these things for you guys, not going through every detail, (coughs) but, um, (coughs) um, like when he was telling me about these things that was just dragging him, he was telling me about how his family was treating him or like some of his family members was like treating him and whatnot. And he mentioned like, like another time we spoke about something like he spoke and I just felt this wave of pity from him, like this self-pity. I'm not saying you don't, we can't have time to lick wounds. I talk about licking wounds on my other podcast. You got to give yourself time and isolation and time by yourself to really take the time to really be sad and grieve over the shit that has happened in your life. Life is fucking hard, yo. And like with me, the, what I believe before I start bringing people in my life, expecting them to like pick me up I have to pick myself up to some degree I have to pick myself up to some degree to be like you know for them to at least appreciate me for the person I am and just not know me for these problems I'm presenting and that was like what he was giving me that was the energy he was giving me and it was like I like you so much I like him but it's like his energy so messed up right now like, it's like, I couldn't, it's nothing I could have done for him. It was just, a, I just felt like there was a time where I felt like he needed time to himself to really, like time, just time to himself to just really heal those broken pieces with him. And when he, I saw him, like, there would be, it was probably a couple weeks ago, we went out and, you know, he was like, you can have me, Nicole. I'm here for you. I want you. I'm like, I want to take it slow. He was like, why? He was like, why? Basically, like, why? And I'm like, listen, like, it's like, I feel like with you, I feel like there's something going on with you that you're not dealing with. There's like a lot of stuff going on with you that you're not healed from and you won't take the time to heal from. You think this relationship is going to make you feel better. He was like, but I'm into you. I'm like, no, you're not. You think I listen to you. You think I, I'm listening to you. I listen to you or understand because I do understand. But I really feel you don't need no girlfriend. I, I just don't feel like a relationship with something we need to jump into right now. I don't want to jump into this, you know. I said, I got a lot of heavy shit I have not even told you. And I'm not ready I'm not ready to tell you. Like, I went through a lot of heavy shit that I had to sit through and just sit. I had to sit. And sometimes that, that requires, a lot of that healing requires that sitting and ignoring outside shit while you're trying to get better about yourself. A lot of that requires that. 
and he wasn't there. It was like he was trying to pull out, who trying to pull people into his life to make it better. I'm like, you don't, like, don't do that to me. And you may need somebody to talk to. If you just need somebody to talk to, I get that. Like some, like when you trying to pull through something, it's really hard to do it by yourself. But there are really a lot of things that you have to pull them bricks, like them bricks that just got knocked down. You have to pull them shits back up by yourself. Some of them you can get that support. Some of them you can get that auxiliary support. Some of them you can get that, you know, to get that extra talking to, that extra. You got it, dude. You got this, brother. But because it's such a load, there was a lot of things. Because we have these weird loads on us that come from different pieces of our lives, a lot of that is our own. A lot of it is our own with the help of a therapist. Fuck. With the help of a therapist. It's like, you know, you you have to fix that load. And, and, and when I say fix that load on your own, it's like making the decision to say, I'm going to fix this shit. Not in two days, not in a fucking week, not in a year. I've got to fix this. This is an everyday job. Not getting a boyfriend, not getting a husband. Like for me, there was a lot of stuff I didn't even know I had to heal from. I didn't even realize it. I'm like me wanting to feel normal. I want to feel normal again. You know, that was my thing. Okay, I want to feel normal. So I have to heal these fucked up parts. I didn't even know there were fucked up parts within me until I got home. Being around my family. I'm like, this is where I learned this dumb shit from. This is why I've been mad all these years about this. Oh my God. And this who I've been pissed off at? Oh my God. I had my day of reckoning where I snapped. And I was tired of being pissed. I was tired. I was fucking tired. Like, it has to be a day where you're tired and you want to heal and you want to get better. And that was that. This is what I was trying to tell him. I'm like, you got all these people telling you where you need to be in life. He even went to say, I'm ashamed of this. I'm ashamed of this. I'm like, hold on. You want to you want somebody in your life. You want somebody in your life and you're ashamed of this. Your self-esteem is going to. Whether your self-esteem is high or low, it's going to affect the relationship. It's going to affect the relationship. And he did not believe what I was saying. And and that's all I I had to give him examples of where his low self-esteem affected how we was dealing with each other and why I would not jump into that relationship. And I'm telling you, I'm not the type of chick that'll be like, okay, let's get to know each other. I will jump in that shit. If I am feeling you, we are feeling each other, we are connecting and like, Like, we've kind of gave it a few days or whatever. We've given it a few days. And, you know, we said, you know, all right, it's enough. Let's let's do this. Like, I will jump in it. I'm not that type of person to be like, oh, let's wait two and three years before I want to be in a relationship. When I say stuff like that, I don't fucking want it. But I'll give it an opportunity for it to thrive and turn into what it turns into. Like, I will I will give it that. Granted, you know, I don't see no funny shit, nothing like that. So, um, with that being said, it was like, I just felt like he was trying to replace a lot of those crazy feelings. And uh, he's told me a lot where 
uh, like about his childhood, a lot about his teenage years, a lot. He told me about those. And I'm like, I get where we are right now. I get it. We're not in boyfriend, girlfriend. We're in, I want to feel normal again. I want to feel normal. Like, I want to feel normal. I say, you know, because I'm telling you, when I would be around him and I'd be talking to him, I just didn't feel like he was into me. He will be in his head. I'm like, he, I, you're not into me. Like, you're not into me. Like, you call me, but you're not. It's like, you're not attached to it. You're not. You're kind of like, you know, it was just the energy was low. I'm like, oh, my God, I can't. <sighs> You know, I, there was some good things about him that I like. I thought he was, like, super creative, and I think I thought he took initiative. Like, my car is, like, kind of, you know, wonky right now. So he'll be like, what, you know, what can I do to help you, stuff like that. And, you know, just trying to make my, like, take away my stress and stuff like that. I like that. And when it came down to him, I just felt like he didn't like himself. And that, those were the toxic fumes to me because don't ever think you're, like he will always say, Nicole, like we've gotten in a couple spats about that whole conversation where I felt like whatever ravaged him, whatever fucked him up, like that energy is on him. Like he needs to be saged of that shit. Like, he deserves to be happy. He deserves to be, like, get the love of his life. He deserves to get whatever, whatever he's looking for. He deserves that. You see what I'm saying? Whatever was on him, he's just been, it's just been weighing on him. He told me the situations happened, like, back in between 2012, 2014. I said, it happened then. But it still weighed on you. I said, listen, I've been through a situation where the last, the last real serious, I've had niggas in between that time, between that time and now, the last real serious relationship I had ended in 2014. That shit weighed on me heavy. And what I had to tell him, I said, I was going through a, a lot of stuff in that relationship that was really fucked up, like, like with myself. And so... There was a lot of things I had to heal from. I couldn't just jump from relationship to relationship to feel normal. There was some old stuff underneath there. And people, this is what people do. They jump from relationship to relationship to relationship to relationship. Just so they can fit into these squares that society has set for them. Saying, okay, you're supposed to be like, okay, you 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 broke up with this motherfucker five years ago. Okay, give it another year or two. Get you another girl have your single life you know everything is on society's time and so we try to move with it and it don't work like that human nature don't fucking work like that you see what i'm saying you gotta give yourself time to really be fucked up for a little while even if it takes five to ten years and then it has to be a point when you say i am tired of this i am happy i'm fine i'm tired of letting this shit weigh me down i'm tired of grieving i'm good like, you get to that point, and I had my breaking point in December. When my cousin killed himself, I was done. I was so fucking done. I was done with the sadness. I was done with being angry. I was done with a lot of that shit. I was so fucking done. So, with that being said, he wasn't done. 
he wasn't done rolling around with his his stuff. He wasn't done. He still isn't done. I haven't talked to him in a couple days, but I just felt like I said I had to tell him I said whatever is fucked up with you is in your energy. It's in the way you talk. I can't even talk to you. I can't make jokes with you. It's like you'll be like lost on it or like you'll be unenthused your your energy dragging I'm like ugh like that was a lot to keep up with and hope and hope it wasn't me you know what I'm saying that was a lot and I kept saying Nicole listen that's not what you want and I felt so guilty because I felt like it's been a long time I said I wanted somebody to come in and appreciate me and love me I'm like, he's so sweet. He's this and that. And I'm just really sorry a lot of that shit happened. But it's like, wherever he's at, it's not where you at. And I had to share with him. I said, I came out of this last year. Last year was a really heavy time. I felt like I was carrying bricks. Like, I had to rebuild these fucking bricks. I ended up getting fired from my job last year. Didn't work. I worked, like, a little bit. I worked a little bit. Like, I got fired at the end of 2017, did not work up until June, July, and I had to stop that because I was working at a little summer camp. Like, I wasn't making no money. I was getting paid military benefits, stipends for rent, and was barely getting paid, and I could barely make it through the fucking month. My car was acting up. Just shit was just not right. Like, things were not right for me. My energy was just really, really shut off. Like, I started taking antidepressants again. Like, I was taking antidepressants back in 2013. I had to flush them holes because they had me feeling like a fucking zombie. I didn't know what the fuck to do. I couldn't go to sleep. I wake up in the morning tired as fuck because I couldn't go to sleep from taking these, these Prozac and these fucking uh, whatever antidepressants. I don't know uh, the names of them. But at the same time, it was just like... I wasn't telling him all of this. I wasn't taking I wasn't telling him all of this. Like that was that's too heavy. I wanted to give the shit a chance to flourish where we appreciate each other. Where we like each other at least on the superficial level. And then start getting deep. You know? I wanted to give it a chance. But it was just like we went straight in. Or he went straight in. And I couldn't handle that. And, you know, I, I felt hypocritical. I'm like, I'm talking about healing all this deep stuff. But when somebody brings in their deep stuff, I was like, whoa, wait. I wasn't ready. You know, I felt all kind of shitty. I felt shitty dealing with him because it was like, I'm like, I got deep stuff. But I'm like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear stuff. I don't want to hear your shit right now. I want to have fun. Like, I just came out of this. So, when I say bomb dick and toxic fumes, those were the toxic fumes that I was smelling. And it was hard for me to say, I don't like this. I don't like the way this smells. I don't like the way this feels. I don't like this. It was so hard for me to be like, I don't want this. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. It was so hard for me to be like, listen, Nicole, you don't want that. You love having sex with him because I sure do. I love that dick. I even gave him a nickname. I even gave that shit a fucking nickname. Cause I thought that, okay, if I if I'm attracted to this physically, I can I can grow into liking him. No. It don't work like that. It shit don't work like that. 
and shit don't fucking work like that. You can't like 10% of a motherfucker and you don't even appreciate the rest of them. I was like, I love him when he's in his sexual, his sexual body, when he's in that masculine, non-complaining, that I love when he's there, but he's rarely there. He's, there will be something he is whining about. And that really doused that fire out for me. That really did. It really did. And, you know, I was just like, he's so sweet. He's so cute. He's so handsome. He's this, he's that. I'm like, his dick is so good. Oh, my God. And I think, like, with him, like, his, I was stuck on that penis. I was stuck on that shit. Like, oh, my God. But I'm like, I can't, I can't do that. I have to be honest with myself. I'm like, Nicole, you said you want to love. You can't be doing that to nobody. That's fucked up. <laughs> You can't, you can't do that to anybody. Like, that's really, really fucked up to do when you're, like, trying to establish something legit. You just like that dick. Yeah, I had to admit it to myself and be like, Nicole, listen. Just cut your losses. So, you guys, my point today, when you smell them toxic fumes... But they got bomb dick or some bomb ass pussy. Sometimes them fumes is too hard to ignore. The fumes is too hard to ignore. And they're hard to ignore because they'll start affecting how that person deals with you. That's a huge one. It'll be a huge, huge, huge thing. Trying to really ignore something like that. You can never ignore. You cannot ignore um, those toxic traits or toxic fumes. So think about that. Think about that the next time you're really intent on like dealing with somebody. Don't try to ignore those things that really acquire a lot of attention and work. I mean, little little flaws. Okay, everybody got their little stuff. Little stuff. Don't don't jump at the opportunity to walk out and leave. Don't 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 do any of that. Just make sure you um you know make sure you keep an eye out on that. Make sure you keep an eye out on um those things that like I said require focus. Like he had a lot of stuff going that going on that required a lot of focus from himself and not me. Even as much as he tried to separate me from him dealing with it, it went nowhere in hell. For me to really like sit there and really think that the way he was feeling about his life and himself wasn't going to affect me too. So you guys, take heed to what I said. Be aware of them toxic fumes and them bomb dicks and bomb pussy. Don't be overwashed with hormones like me and just try to fuck your way into some happy shit. If that shit don't feel right, that shit don't sit right, don't sit there. Okay, I thank you guys so much for listening in. I'm working on being a little bit more consistent with you guys. As always, being a little bit more consistent with, um, you know, being, um, you know, uh, recording 
I'm being a little bit more consistent. Thank you for just being patient. I try to update you guys as much as possible, but I really, 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 really appreciate you guys for listening in. Those numbers are always showing out. Those numbers are always in attendance, okay? So, you guys, um, if you would like to follow me on my social media, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. You can pull up Brilliant Pleasure Podcast spelled the same exact way on my Twitter and Instagram. Like, pull up Brilliant Pleasure Podcast. It's the same. It's the same spelling. It's the same thing on um on both uh part uh, on both uh. Uh, social media platform so if you'd like to follow me there and see what I got going on follow me on Instagram this is a little bit interesting over there my Twitter my Twitter's a little dead I'm trying to up rev that up I'm trying to rev that up as much as possible but you know uh, go ahead and um, follow me there I'll be I'll really appreciate that so um, I'm really active on my IG. I'm super active. I got some cool things going on over there. I just added a, um, my Patreon over there. Uh, that's for when it get too real, they get too sexy on IG. I'm here for. I I'm not a sex worker. I'm 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 just an ambassador for the sex community. You know what I'm saying? I got a new thing called um, Sex Sound ASMR. Uh, we got a little bit of masturbation, moaning, head giving, shit like that. Like a lot of cool stuff that I got that I'll be putting on my uh, Instagram. I got my uh, water cooler series on my um, uh, on my uh, Patreon. Go ahead and subscribe there. You'll see everything I'll be putting out on there, okay? So you guys, thank you for listening in. Thank you for tuning in. You guys are always loyal. You guys are always um, great. I'm trying to um, see there's anything. Oh, um, for the non-sexual, for the not non-sexual, I would say less sexual side, follow me. Subscribe to The Jewel Drop. Um, you'll see it. The Jewel Drop from the Diamond Mind group. Um the jewel drop is, you know, we talk about healing, we talk about affirmations, we talk about, you know, mental health, we talk about women and men, we talk about emotional shit, emotional trauma, we talk about a lot of things on there. So if you want to get on that side of the coin and start talking about some less sexual things, go ahead and subscribe to me on Anchor, Spotify, Google, Apple, wherever you can find a podcast. So go over there and subscribe and I'll talk to you guys later and holla back at you. Peace. So, good morning, brilliant pleasure family. I have to say that real slow. You peep that because it's a tongue twister. Brilliant pleasure family. Good morning, you guys. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for um, just being loyal and, you know, listening in and hearing what I have to say. So today we're going to be talking about bomb dick and toxic fumes. What do I mean by bomb dick and toxic fumes? I am a spoken word artist. I love to play on words. So what that means is bomb dick and toxic fumes, like with the bomb. Sometimes you'll smell them fumes. Sometimes you won't. But they're always toxic fumes. So it's the same thing with dick. Like, 
a lot of times you'll smell that shit and you'll ignore it because of some bomb ass dick you'll ignore everything and I had my own bomb dick and um, toxic fume story and I, I wanted to tell you guys just to make a point of you know just because you meet somebody and they have amazing sex, you, you're you ignoring everything you're not feeling about them. You're ignoring them. Like, everything is telling you, I don't... Everything is telling you, you know, you don't like him. It's okay not to like somebody. It's okay not to be feeling somebody. It's okay. And, um, you know... And I kept saying he's he has amazing sex. I, I can I can do this. I kept trying to say, okay, his dick is so good. I'm, I'm gonna keep him around. If I like his dick, I can get used to his personality or just see the good in him. Like he wasn't no dog or nothing. He was just I didn't like him. He wasn't no bad guy or nothing like that. He was an actually sweet guy, but that didn't that didn't turn me off. The sweetness, him being nice, did not turn me off. Him showing interest in me did not turn me off. I'll tell you what turned me off. But, yeah, I, I I think what I have, what happened was, it's just, I smelled them toxic fumes and was like, okay, I kept feeling guilty for not wanting it. I'm like, okay, you know, you can't, you can't take 10% of somebody and appreciate that and don't like the rest of them. Like, you don't like them. So, sometimes when you are around a person, you can always smell the fumes. I don't care how much you ignore them. I don't care how much you try not to see them coming. It's, you, you smell them. Okay? So, my toxic fume story starts like this. So, you know, I just started uh, dating. We started back dating and whatever. And... You know, I hadn't dated for like a year or so. I was just going through a really hard time last year. So my a lot of my energy was really closed off. So, you know, I just, it was like I was going through a lot of heavy stuff to where I didn't really want to talk to anybody. I was just, I just wanted to fix everything. Like everything was just so fucked up. So, um, so what happened was, you know, probably at the end of this year, um, my cousin killed himself. Let me, I think this is the perfect place to start talking about this heavy stuff. You know, my cousin killed himself and I just cannot believe that it happened the way, but that was the story. So I guess everybody stuck to it. So, um, you know, after that happened with my cousin, you know, he was in his forties. So he put a gun to his head or whatever killed his wife shit like that I'm I I it was I just cannot still to this day I cannot believe that shit happened you know what I'm saying I cannot believe it so when it happened I was extremely sad but I wouldn't depress that I was like detached sad like I cannot believe this shit I can't believe it like it put a dark cloud of our family like and it was it was just like okay you know I said this year I'm not going to hold myself back anymore. I'm going to open myself up to the love I always wanted. The love I've been scared to get. The love I've been scared to let someone give me because I didn't feel worthy. 
I'm going to work on my inadequacy. I'm going to work on my my voice. I'm going to work on all of that shit. I'm going to do that. Like, I just made a decision. I said, I'm tired of being in this spot. I am tired. And mind you, I had just started my new job. Big ups to the big guy for blessing me with that. I just felt like, you know, I was bumped up a lo- like another level, which, you know... I just felt blessed at that time. So I said, you know, it's time for me to go be happy about my life. It's time for me not to let this shit, this transition kill me. Because a lot of people go into military transition and just some of them commit suicide because of financial problems, not being able to provide for the family, just being really fucked up. People like are fucked up. That's why I'm going to get into that later. But, you know, um. I'm going to, uh, what I'm going to say is, you know, people, like I said, that I was going to just open myself up, not so much go after, just open myself up to receiving that love I've been blocking off all this time because I didn't think I was worth it or, you know, I kept hearing everybody, everybody else's voice tell me who I was and everything wrong about me. I'm like, now I'm like to that point where I'm like, okay. Anything I need to work on with myself, anything I need to work on with my presence and what I need to do, I'll work on that. I'm fine. Like, I'm not some shitty, undesirable undesirable person that doesn't deserve to be loved back, you know? So, what happens is um, I made that decision. I said, and I just start feeling a little bit more in control of where I was trying to go. So, I said, I want love. I want that love I've been shutting off. Even if it's not from someone else, I want that for myself. So it just the the process started. You know, my presence got a little better. Like I had to be patient too. Like a lot of stuff that's that I've been ingesting for the like past 30 years. Like I had to be patient with myself and not angry and things like that. And just just work on myself day by day, day by day, day by day. I say I'm worthy of love. Saying I'm worthy of love. I'm worthy. I'm worthy of this. I'm worthy of this. And and it's not it's not a time frame I got on that shit. It's like, okay, you know, um, I'm worthy of that and opening myself to that. So, um, this coffee is amazing. Shout out to Dunkin' Donuts, damn it. Mm. So, yes, um, you know, I, uh, I said I wanted that. So, you know, um, I had been on the online dating scene for like a couple months. So I was like, okay, let me, you know, you know how you do when you start back dating, you know, you're a busy person, you're not out there in the street, you're probably not meeting people out there in real life, you know, you, you're just kind of like out and about, you know, you're like with me, um, my life was kind of, what do you call it? Kind of like I was work school, work school, home, work school, home that had been my life. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm not really hanging out or going anywhere. I'm not really doing too much. I'm not doing a lot, you know? So I know I'm not meeting guys on the street or nothing like that. So I was like, okay, let me start here. So I felt like with me having a new job, with me having a new, you know, just being able to go do the things that I want to do 
just having the money to do it. You know, I, um, I was like, okay, I can go out too. I can go out now like that. Like a lot of things start dawning on me. Like, Nicole, you, you know, you can do this, right? You can do this and you can do this because you got this brand new job. All right. So I'm like, cool. Then. So I start, you know, doing the online dating thing. So I meet. Now, I don't meet a couple guys. I start talking to a few guys. You know, one of the guys I was talking to, I thought it was really, really sweet. But his life, my life ain't perfect, but his life is, for him to be 38, it was just, like, aimless and weird. Like, I'm like, okay, for you to be this old, I should not be hearing about you smoking weed and you high and you, like, not focused on something, like, at our age, 35 plus, like, I'm 36, almost 37. Like, I have to be focused on something. You see what I'm saying? Especially when I got a daughter. I have to be focused on things. I have to be focused on what I want to do with my life in the next five years. You see what I'm saying? I'm moving that year. I'm doing that yearly stuff. But in the next five years, where am I trying to see myself? And I see myself in the next five to six years, something special. Okay. Like that's, that's what I should be hearing from you. I don't care if you broke down, no car, fucked up, living with your mama. Like there should be something you got your eye on that, like at that age, I don't care if your whole life fell apart. It's like, it should be something that is inspiring you to get out of that position. You see what I'm saying? So that guy, even though I uh, I liked his energy, I liked talking to him and everything. I loved talking to him, but it was just like he was just aimless. And it was just like, okay, this sucks. So, you know, I talked to a few more guys. I talked to a few more guys. They were just... Either they'll leave you hanging or they were assholes. But, you know, I never met them in person, which was great. You know, no problem there. But I met, I actually met another guy. And then, you know, you know, we, um, we, we talked on the app and whatnot, which was perfectly fine. We talked on the app and, you know, we, you know, exchanged information. And the way it was going, it was like, okay, he's interested cool you know he was like you know you can call me if you want I'm like all right here you here's my number we exchanged numbers so we started we would text I'm like okay that's cool like we could do that we could do this so you know we would chat offline and in and what I mean by these toxic fumes you could tell immediately you know you could tell immediately you know like with um we would text before we started talking no big deal and um we would text and so um when we started talking which didn't take long because you know in this day and age it takes long for people to start having conversations around here so we um started talking and immediately I said you know he didn't he started asking me these questions the questions he was like what are you into like no he was like what do you like when you're meeting a guy I said when I meet a guy I want to make sure we are on the same page I want to sure we have a vibe like a like a like chemistry like a vibe like I want to make sure we connect at least and you know just have the same set of values or you know just on the same page that's what I want to read when I first start talking to a guy you know I did I really 
for the sake of the conversation, I did not go too deep. I was just like, okay, this is how I feel about when I meet a guy. I just want to vibe with him first. Like, do I vibe? Because that's going to determine how much effort I'm going to really put into this thing. So he started talking about what he didn't like. And immediately I was like, no, he's fucked with somebody that has, I, I picked it up so quickly. I said, he's fucked with somebody that has fucked him up. I said, it wasn't no chick online. It wasn't no chick in the last couple years. It was a motherfucker from back in the day. Because he started shooting out what I don't, he doesn't like, what he didn't want to do, and da 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 da. I'm like, so he did that the first couple times we talk. So what would happen was, what I would have to do is kind of veer the question in a more positive direction. Because I saw it was starting to be like a complain, like a complain. Like when people complain, they think they're just venting. When people complain, they think they're just venting. Because there's a thing, like, there's a difference between venting and complaining. Like when you vent, like, you're just getting it off your chest. You're just kind of venting. And, uh, you know, when you get it off your chest, there's a solution provided. With him, it was like he was rolling in it. Like he had been rolling in it forever, like... I'm like, oh no, this is not going to end well. I know. And I know me. I'm pretty hot-headed. Pretty short-tempered. And it's not good. Because I have to control how quick I come to decisions. I, have to con- I, I really have to control myself. Because, like I say, I'm not, I'm not super perfect. And I'm not, you know, I'm not... I don't, I'm not the best communicator at times, but I know I, I work on my stuff. I actively work on my things. You see what I'm saying? I can say that for myself. I don't know about anyone else, but I can actively work on my shit and be okay with that. I can, I can work on my shit. I don't, I would never say I'm always in the right. So, um, you know, what happens is, um, I, I try to veer a lot of that conversation in a, in a positive direction because I'm just I'm just now getting to know you. I don't really want to know like that negative shit already. Like when you're first meeting somebody, you want to keep it light and fun, correct? You want to keep it light and fun. You want to keep it easy going. You know, I know that. I'm the most argument of hard-pressed person you will ever meet, but but I think I'm in a better space because I've worked on a lot of that. Like, I don't want to be in that heavy shit the, the first time I'm talking to you, you know? I don't want to be there. I don't want to be in that place with you. So, um, you know, what happened is, um, you know, uh, I actually, like, I would, you know, when he would be talking, we'd talk about something, and I won't trip. And so, I'll fast forward, and I'm going to take it back, like, fast forward, like, a few days. He said, you know, I felt like you were a good listener. I felt like, I felt like you, you know, you understood me. And I'm sitting there like, I'm not, I'm, that's not it. It's just, I didn't really know you. So I'm not saying a whole lot. I'm not going to jump on you and attack you when I don't even know you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing that to you. But I think he mistook me kind of chilling on him when he's doing a lot of the complaining. He took it as 
I understand him and I get it and tell me your problems tell me anything no he took that energy like that's the type of person I was at that point with him and it wasn't so let's go back so mind you we meet up you know I meet up with him we meet up at the restaurant and um, when I see him, I'm like, oh, this is the guy I've been talking to. He is cute. I want to fuck him. Like, I'm thinking about sex. Like, it like it was a regular, standard, everyday date. Like, I want to have sex with you. Cool. Like, I'm attracted to you. Like, my hormones were rushing. My hormones were raging all fucking night. I'm like, he is so cute. But I'm sitting there like... You know, I'm at the table trying to make him laugh, touching on him, letting him know I'm attracted to you. The same classic stuff you do when you're attracted to someone. Eye contact, lips, titties, just giving him all kind of open body language. Like, I am here with you. Like, I am good. Like, I'm so happy to be around you finally. I'm so happy to see you finally. And, you know, I'm just giving him all type of good energy. That's what I think. You know? So we're laughing, we're talking. He was like, you know, you want to go out or whatever. I was like, hell yeah! I just got to, I just got to be back home by two because I got to wake up at like nine to go to work. You know, I just need like six, seven hours of sleep. So we went out, and so when we went out, like what I didn't say was like I noticed about his personality. He's a little quirky. He's a little weird. And I thought it was a little weird. And, you know, that didn't really bother me. But I saw with the quirkiness, it was a little difficult. Like, like he over, like he would overthink things. And it would piss me off so bad because it was just, you know, I understand nervousness on a first day. But I'm just like, listen, chill. I'm here with you. I'm good. And, you know, mind you, on the way, we're we're there, like, we're listening to his music. He's, you know, he produced music and everything like that, which which I thought was super impressive. Because I'm like, I can't do that shit. I can't do any of that. That's awesome. And the shit, like, the stuff he let me listen to was, like, really, really good. I'm like, this sounds so good. Like, I want to I wanna listen to some of this stuff at home. Like, do you have, like, a disc? You know, just talking, talking to him. I'm like, oh, my God, this is so nice. So, um... What happens is, you know, um, like when we get to where we're at, you know, I'm telling him to chill out because I see, like, he was just, like, I, I can't describe it. It was just like his wheels will just turn. He will be overthinking everything. And I'm like, is this what this shit look like? Because I overthink things sometimes. I overanalyze and scrutinize everything. And I'm like, is this what this shit looks like? Oh my god. Oh my god, damn, I've been blind to that so long. Now I see somebody actually doing it. I'm like, ugh. And so, you know, I was getting kind of like annoyed with him. And I told him, like, you're he was like, I'm sorry for being difficult. I'm like, chill out. You fucking pissing me off, yo. So you're like, you're making me mad. Cause I I, I was like feeling like, oh I'm like, fuck, I wanna go home. Like this nigga is pissing me off. But you know, I chilled out. And that's hard for me to chill out. That is that is so hard for me to do, like to chill the fuck out. Especially when I feel passionately about something. So what happens is we go in, you know, we're having a good time at the club or whatever. 
you know, we we go on one club, shit wasn't working out in there, like, had bad hookah, and then we end up going to the other club we were already at for free. And, you know, I ended up saying to him, you know, I should have listened to you about, you know, going in that club, because I had suggested going to the little black hood club, you know, instead of the club where everybody go, like, with all the white people in that and everything. <laughs> Sorry, white people, but I was trying to go to the black club. But anyway, um... You know, we they had better hookah, they had better drinks, cheaper drinks, and everything like that. So it was live in there. I'm like, all right, you know, I I I'll, I should listen to you and whatnot. And so he was like, okay. So we end up leaving. So we got to my house, and uh, you know, you do the kiss on the doorstep thing. And he was like, do you want me? I'm like, yes, but you know, right now my shit looking crazy in there. Like, I don't want to bring you into that. Like, that's not how I want to bring, like, start this. So I was like, yeah, I want to fuck. Like, I, I want, I want what you want right now. But you know, before I leave my house, like, it was just like disheveled or whatever. I'm like, I don't know if I like this nigga. So whatever. I don't even think he'll he'll be coming back to my house or whatever. You know, I'm like, all right, cool. So he walks away. He walks home. Like I'm gonna, I'm like I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I gotta get up for work. He's like, all right. And so you know, we both kind of turned on. I'm like, all right, cool. You know, um, he goes. I go. I end up going to work and whatever. We talk. We talk about it. We had a good time. We talk, which is cool. So fast forward a few days. You know, he, we, I told him to come to my house because I couldn't really go to the movies and whatnot. You know, I, I, it was just the babysitting thing. You know, I'm a 12 year old. It was just, nah, I'm, I'm not, I don't want to go anywhere. So I, I told him to come over. Long story short, we ended up having sex, and the sex was like any first time. I'm like, oh, his dick is so big. I'm like, wow, his dick is big. Oh my god, amazing. His dick. And the dick was good. You know, we, we, we used the condom. You know how that is when you're using the condom. And it should be drying out and stuff like that. It was weird. You know, the first time be weird. But it was good for it to be so weird. So, um, you know, everything was fine. I'm like, all right, cool. So, when you know, after we were done, he was asking me. He was asking me, you know, what do you think about us? What's, what's going to happen with us? I'm like... We kicking it, right? We, we, we're we dating, right? We're chilling. In so many words, he was like, well, I was thinking about, like, more, like, moving in the direction of more. I'm like, what do you mean? He was like, in a relationship. I'm like, okay. I said, well, since we just met each other, pretty much, let's walk in that direction. You know what I'm saying? Like, not, let's not jump too quick, you know? And, you know, like, I've never been the type to be like oh we're moving too fast I just kind of went with it you know I've never been that type to be like oh oh well let's wait like like a couple months like let's wait let's let's get to really I've never been let's get to know you like I've never been like that but everything in my body in my body with this guy was telling me Nicole get to know him get to know him don't run it you know you don't like get to know him just get to know him so, um, so what happened was well, I started getting to know this motherfucker. Like, like I said, he started a lot of that heavy stuff that I was saying that would come out. It started to come out. I started learning about these fucked up ex-girlfriends. Like one of them did him in. 
one of these bitches did him in so bad. And it's like I almost felt bad. And I'm like, I think one night we were talking and the ex-girlfriend thing came out. And I knew it was an ex-girlfriend that just broke his spirit. Like, I just felt like there was a broken spirit with him. Like, there is something that broke him. And, like, he been, you know, he's been fucked up ever since. Like, and he never mended that shit. 